WBUR Podcasts, Boston. The Circle Round episode you're about to hear is a very special one. Recorded before a live audience of very excited kids and grown-ups at KCRW's Annenberg Performance Studio in Santa Monica, California on June 10th, 2023. You can find more information about upcoming Circle Round events on our website, wbur.org slash circle round. Do you know what it means if you promise someone the moon? It means you're promising something impossible. In today's story, a fisherman promises he'll give back something he's borrowed. And as it turns out, he's promising the moon in more ways than one. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, live at KCRW's Annenberg Performance Studio in Santa Monica, California. Today, our story is called Two Moons. Versions of this tale come from Thailand, Laos, and Malaysia. Joining me on stage are some performers whose voices you may recognize from other Circle Round stories, Theodore Chin, Joe Hernandez, and Jessica Rao. And providing musical accompaniment is the one and only Eric Shimalonis. So, Circle Round, everyone, for two moons. and the fishermen lived on opposite sides of the river. And in a way, they were opposite people. The farmer woke at the break of dawn to tend his fields of corn and soybeans. <coughs> ah, the sun is up and so am I. Time to get planting. But as for the fishermen, well... He didn't roll out of bed till well past noon. Uh, uh, Why doesn't that wretched bird have a snooze button? The farmer spent all day tilling and planting and harvesting. It's not even dinner time, and I've harvested so many bushels I've lost count. But the fisherman spent a few measly minutes casting his line for carp, catfish, and bass. Here, fishy, fishy. Nice fishy, fishy. Ugh. Nothing's biting. I'm going home. Well, as you can imagine, thanks to the farmer's hard work, he always had food on his table and money in his pocket. But thanks to the fisherman's half-hearted work, he could barely make ends meet. So it wasn't long before he was scrounging in his kitchen for scraps of food and scrounging under his couch cushions for loose change. One night, as the fisherman lay in bed, kept awake by the rumblings of his empty stomach, he decided he had to do something to improve his lot. Let's see. I could take a cue from my neighbor across the river and hop out of bed at dawn and spend the entire day with my nose to the grindstone, working my fingers to the bone as I catch and sell fish. But honestly, just thinking about all that hard work makes me sleepy. 
If only my empty belly would allow me to sleep. It was late, and a full moon was shimmering high and bright in the sky outside the fisherman's window. He got out of bed and began pacing around his moonlit room. But speaking of my industrious neighbor across the river, perhaps I could get some money from him. I won't stoop so low as to steal it, and I'm not about to go begging for a handout. But what if I asked the farmer for a loan? The fisherman paused mid-stride. Yes. I'll ask the farmer if I can borrow some cash. The only trouble is when you borrow cash, you have to pay it back, which, given my desperate situation, is rather inconvenient. (laughs) If only I could find a way to borrow money without having to pay it back. The wheels in the fisherman's mind were spinning as he walked to the window and gazed outside. And then... As he turned his eyes toward the radiant, round moon above, he suddenly got an idea. I think there is a way I could borrow money without having to pay it back. And if my idea works, my neighbor will be none the wiser, but I'll be all the richer. (laughs) The following day, Well, afternoon, the fisherman paddled his boat across the river, where the farmer was hard at work digging in his fields. Good day, farmer. (laughs) Good day to you, fisherman. Uh, What brings you to this side of the river? Well, I've come to ask you something, neighbor to neighbor. You see, money has been tight for me lately, and your farm is going like gangbusters. (laughs) So I wonder, may I please borrow some cash? The fisherman held his breath, awaiting the farmer's reply. Borrow some cash, you say? All right, sure. Uh, I I could lend you some cash. The fisherman's heart leaped in his chest. Thank you, neighbor. (laughs) I appreciate your generosity. Well, you're going through a rough patch, and neighbors should look out for each other. So, uh, how much money do you need? How much money do I need? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Something in the neighborhood of uh, three bags of coins? Three bags of coins? That's no small sum. But the harvest has been pretty good this year, so uh, I think I could swing it. uh, Provided... You pay me back, of course. Oh, (laughs) I'll pay you back. (laughs) Of course, I'll pay you back. (laughs) In fact, you have my word that I will pay you back as soon as two moons have come. The farmer cocked his head. Hang on. You'll pay me back as soon as two moons have come. (gasps) Oh! I get what you're saying. You'll pay me back in two months. Because each month is the length of one moon cycle, where the moon goes through all of its phases, from new moon to full moon and back to new again. (laughs) It's very clever, neighbor. So, yes, you can pay me back as soon as two moons have come. I'll go fetch the coins. Well, one month went by. 
then two, but the fishermen didn't return the farmer's coins. This is strange. Two months have passed, which means two moons have come and gone. But I haven't heard a peep from the fisherman. After work today, I'll pay him a visit and see what's up. So that evening, as another full moon was on the rise, the farmer hopped into his boat and paddled across the river. When he knocked on his neighbor's door, the fisherman answered with a big smile and a full mouth. Mm, mm. Oh, oh, good evening, farmer. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just enjoying some dinner. It's so nice to no longer be scrounging for crumbs. What can I do for you? Good evening, fisherman. Sorry to interrupt your meal, uh, but... Do you remember those bags of coins I lent you? Mm, of course. Uh, the ones you promised you'd return as soon as two moons have come? Mm, that's right. Well, it's been two months, so two moons have come. The fisherman swallowed his food and frowned. Oh, you must be mistaken, farmer. <laughs> Two moons have not come. Now it was the farmer who frowned. But they have. See, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> two months have gone by, that much is true. But two moons have not come. And with that... Good night now. He slammed the door in the farmer's face. What was that? Perhaps I caught the fisherman on an off day. I'll wait until another two months have gone by, and then I'll ask for my money again. So he did. After two more months, the farmer came back and knocked on the fisherman's door. But... I'm sorry, neighbor. Two moons have not come. So he came back after another two months. Sorry, neighbor. And after another two months... Sorry, neighbor. And before long, an entire year had gone by. But still? Sorry, neighbor. Two moons have not come. By now, the farmer was at the end of his rope. The end of his patience, too. Look, fisherman, this is absurd. It's been one year. Twelve months, which means twelve moons. Yet you're insisting that two moons still have not come? That's because they haven't. The fisherman jabbed a finger toward the sky. Look up there, neighbor. What do you see? The farmer looked up. The silvery full moon was all aglow. Well, I see the moon. Exactly. And how many moons do you see? One, of course. Precisely. Just one moon. I told you I would return your money when... Two moons have come. <laughs> so the moment you can see two moons, you let me know. <laughs> and with that... Good night now. He slammed the door. The farmer's eyes burned with tears. His chest burned with anger. And all at once, he knew what he would do. I will go see the judge in the capital city. She is as wise and fair as they come. She's bound to take my case and help me get my money back. It took the farmer a few days to reach the capital city. 
But once he entered the courthouse, he told the judge everything. When he finished his tale, the wise woman was quiet for a moment. Then she looked deep into the farmer's eyes. Dear farmer, I've heard about the moon having a dark side. It seems your neighbor has a rather dark side himself. But I am going to help you. And if all goes as I hope it will, your rascally neighbor will finally see the light. What do you think the judge will do? What would you do if you were the judge? We'll find out what happens after a quick break. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome back to Circle Round, live at KCRW's Annenberg Performance Studio in Santa Monica, California. Today our story is called Two Moons. Before the break, a hard-working farmer was determined to get back the money he lent to his scheming neighbor, a lazy fisherman. So the farmer went to the judge, who told him she would help. I appreciate you taking my case, Your Honor. When will the trial be? The trial? The judge shook her head. There's no need to take this case to court. The farmer was confused. But how else can I get my money back? Oh, there are other ways. In your story, you mentioned a river. Do you and your neighbor live near this river? We do. Our houses are on opposite sides. All right. And the last time you saw the fisherman, there was a full moon out, yes? Yes. Uh, there's always been a big, round, full moon when I've asked for my money back. But he insists he won't repay me until two moons have come. Right. So, here is what I want you to do. Next time you see a full moon, I want you to meet me outside your neighbor's house. We'll knock on his door, and I'll take it from there. So, the next time the farmer saw a full moon riding high and bright in the sky, he and the judge knocked on the fisherman's door. Oh, hello, farmer. And look who's come with you, our esteemed judge. Good evening, your honor. Good evening, fisherman. May we have a word with you by the river? The fisherman drew in a breath. Was the judge here to question him about his unpaid debt? If so, surely she'd see that his case was as tight as a drum. Perhaps she would even commend him on how clever he was. Of course you can have a word with me by the river. It would be my honor, your honor. Please, lead the way. The judge led the two neighbors to the river. As they stood on the bank, she fixed her eyes on the fisherman. Tell me, fisherman... Is it true that the farmer lent you three bags of coins? It's true. My good neighbor was kind and generous enough to lend me three bags of money in my time of need. I see. 
The judge fixed her eyes on the farmer. And farmer, is it true that the fisherman has refused to pay back your three bags of money? It's true. A whole year has gone by and he has yet to pay back anything. The farmer shot the fisherman a withering glance. The fisherman shrugged. <laughs> Look, <laughs> what can I say, farmer? I promised I would pay you back as soon as two moons have come. You have yet to show me two moons. So, technically, I'm in the clear. Wouldn't you agree, Your Honor? The fisherman flashed the judge a smug smile. She did not smile back. Before I answer your question, fisherman, I'd like to ask one of my own. She waved a hand toward the sky. When you look up, fisherman, what do you see? The fisherman cast his eyes upward. I see the sky, and the stars, and the moon, of course, big and full and round. You see the moon. All right. And tell me, how many moons do you see? One. I see just one moon. You see just one moon. The judge held up her finger. Then she pointed it toward the river. Now, I want you to look at the river, fisherman. Tell me what you see. The fisherman turned his head toward the water. He saw the rushing current, dark and swift. He saw the reflection of the stars, like thousands of tiny fireflies. But then he gasped. <sighs> because he also saw the reflection of something else. Something that had taken his tight as a drum case and torn it right open. And do you know what that something was? Do you? <laughs> you guessed it. The moon! Indeed. Rippling and shimmering and sparkling and glimmering on the water's surface was the face of the moon. So, fisherman, if you really see one moon in the sky and one moon in the river, then help me do the math. How many moons do you see? Two moons. Two moons. Exactly. And to quote, well, you. You will repay your debt as soon as two moons have come. And it looks like they have. The fisherman knew better than to give the judge any guff. Instead, he gave the farmer an apology. And what's more, he promised to work extra hard to pay back his loan. So, the next time the farmer woke at the break of dawn to tend his fields of corn and soybeans... <laughs> ah, time to get planting. He wasn't the only one rising with the sun. Here, fishy, fishy, nice fishy, fishy. And after many months and many moons, the fisherman was finally able to pay his debt. But he didn't stop working. To his surprise, he actually liked waking up early and drifting on the river, reeling in carp, catfish, and bass, and then selling them to happy customers at the market. So now, instead of scrounging for crumbs or a loose change, the fisherman had food on his table. He had money in his pocket. And what's more, he had a new friend on the opposite side of the river. 
And in the end, the two neighbors weren't really so opposite at all. It's your turn. See if you can guess this riddle. I can be full even though I haven't eaten anything. I can seem to disappear even though I haven't gone away. The answer is the moon. Use your imagination to brainstorm your own riddle or joke about the moon. Share it with someone you have fun with, and if you'd like, share it with us. Grown-ups, you can send all riddles and jokes to circleround at wbur.org. If you're able, please include your riddle or joke writer's first name so we can give credit where credit is due. We'll be sharing a list of moon riddles and jokes in a future edition of The Lion's Roar, the monthly newsletter for members of the Circle Round Club. You can learn more about joining the Circle Round Club on our website, wbur.org slash circleround. This week's story, Two Moons, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Nora Sachs. Eric Shimalonis composed our original music and played it live on the pin. You can learn more about this three-stringed Thai instrument and see a photo of Eric playing one on our website. Again, that's wbur.org slash circle round. Circle Round's artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has created a black and white picture for every Circle Round story, and you can color them in while you listen or anytime. Grown-ups, you can find all 200-plus Circle Round coloring pages at wbur.org slash circle round. Special thanks to this week's actors, Theodore Chin, Joe Hernandez, and Jessica Rao. And a big Circle Round of thanks to the staff at KCRW, including Chrissy Barker, Henry D'Ambrosio, Jason Groman, Maggie O'Rourke, Liv Cerno and Desmond Taylor. Love Circle Round and never want to miss an episode? Follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. And if you have a moment, please write us a five-star review. It helps other listeners find the show and it will help us keep circling around with you for years to come. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. Now that you've made it to the end of this Circle Round episode, we want to know, what's your favorite Circle Round story? Thousands of fans just like you have been telling us about the Circle Round stories they like best. Take a listen. Maybe one of their favorites is one of yours, too. Hi, my name is Jude, and I live in Stillwater, Minnesota. Hi, I'm Violet, and I live in Stillwater, Minnesota. And our favorite circle round is Little Frog's Big Big Voice. I like the part when Frog sings every night to the moon, and it never comes down, and then finally he can only go croak. I like the part when Frog sings and he loses singing. My name is Fun. I live in California. And my favorite circle round story is Hungry Hippo. And I like it when the Hungry Hippo is eating the fish and he's like, mm, hum, num, num, num. <laughs> Hi, my name is Zoe. I live in California. And my favorite episode of Circle Round is 
Hungry Hippo because I like the part when the hippo learned his lesson about sharing. I'm Ezra from Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, and my favorite story is Stella and the Dragon, and I like the part where Stella switched the dragon into getting all the dragon's gold. My name is Callan. I live in Jacksonville, Florida. My favorite circle round is the golden advice. My favorite part is the parrot's voice. Did someone mention a story you've missed? Not to worry. Grown-ups, you can find all of our Circle Round stories, plus links to the Circle Round Club, picture books, coloring pages, and oh so much more on our website, wbur.org slash circle round.